Today's episode of The Saver and the Spender is brought to you by Financial Coach Academy. Are you a financially savvy person that loves helping people budget, pay off debt, and reach their financial goals? Do you love all things personal finance and want to help people master these skills too? Are you a financial advisor that is tired of the quotes, sales, and compliance headaches? Or are you a business coach or professional organizer who wants to learn a proven system to help your clients organize their finances? Are you ready to take the next step in your life to become a successful financial coach? The Financial Coach Academy is an exclusive 10-week program that teaches everything we at Fiscal Fitness Phoenix have learned in nearly 10 years as a financial coach and gives you the tools and basics to make a living doing this too. Imagine if you could learn the systems and strategies to turn your love for personal finance into a thriving six-figure business. In live webinars over the course of 10 weeks, you will learn systems and processes that work. Marketing for financial coaches, client coaching, scheduling and planning strategies, and much more. This is not information you learn at other financial coach training or certifications. These are the systems and processes that has taken Fiscal Fitness Phoenix from a hobby to a six-figure business. Financial Coach Academy starts on September 1st, so don't delay. To learn more about the program or register, go to financialcoachacademy.com. That's financialcoachacademy.com or call area code 480-788-4588. Podcasting from Phoenix, Arizona, the home of year-round flip-flops, the nation's largest city park, and Cactus League spring training. This is The Saver and The Spender, a weekly podcast about budgeting and money habits from both perspectives. And now, here are your hosts, The Saver and financial coach, Kelsa Dickey, and her husband, The Spender, Michael Dickey. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 18 of the Saver and the Spender podcast. This is uh, number four of a four-part series we have talking with young adults and uh, about their personal finances. Today, we have Allie Baker here again. She was here last week, and we were talking with her about kind of her financial situation. Mm -hmm. And she has had one financial coaching session with our young adult specialist, Sherry. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to talk about that today. Um, and what she learned and, uh, any tips that she's found already. So we know that you haven't really had time to implement everything, Uh right? So, um, we're going to just talk about kind of initial reaction yeah, and what, uh, any tips that you have or or things that are, that you're going to apply or looking forward to apply. Absolutely. So why don't you, um, quickly kind of give a recap of uh, your story, who you are, Mm -hmm. um, where you're at in the world Uh, financially and school and job-wise? Yeah. So I'm a senior in college. I'll graduate this December. So I have one semester left, which is a scary part. And that's why I started getting into financial coaching or what are my parents doing and how do I not be like everyone else? How do I get it together as quickly as possible and learn as much as I can while I still can? So Graduating in six months kind of put the time on. I was ready to go, ready to learn. So I decided that coming here would be a good idea. My parents really pushed me to come and just kind of trying to figure out how do I do loans? How do I start paying things back? I'm going to be on my own if I'm not going to live on college campus and there's going to be a lot of new expenses that I might have. So just trying to get a four-month head start on budgeting. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Um, so you are going back to school in... Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Right. In Southern California. Mm-hmm. And what's the a recap of the financial climate there for you? What are your expenses yeah. and... 
that kind of stuff. So I like to call where I live, Orange County, the Scottsdale of California. Mm. So it is the let's go, let's shop, let's do things. Have you ever heard of the word no? I haven't. <laughs> so let's do this, let's do that. If you say no, you are out, you are exiled from the island. <laughs> so it's not really, unless the whole group is like, you know what, we all can't go. If you're one person that's like, oh, I can't afford it this week, you're out, you're gone. Mm. So it's a very let's go, let's do, let's not talk about our money, let's just all cry about it in private. So mm. <laughs> it's a very, it's a growing situation because it makes you realize, are you going to be the person that can say something or not? So I quickly learned that this place wasn't a, money wasn't highly discussed where I was living. Not that it was in Phoenix, but being in college and like everyone's your age, I thought it would be more of a discussion, yeah. but it's more so about having a job that's a discussion than how much money you're making. Mm. So like if you're employed, then it's kind of assumed that you have it all together. It doesn't mean that like, oh, my parents pay for me, but I'm not employed. I'm actually making more money than you in a sense. So it, w it was hard to get a grip on in the beginning, but once you start working, it became a lot easier to kind of talk mm, about it. That's a hard situation to be in. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that everybody has their, is it that they have their heads in their sand about money? Like they don't even want to deal with it or talk with it or, um, and, and publicly they don't talk about it or, and they know that they have a problem or they just don't even realize that they have a problem or that, that the lack of planning with money is a mm. problem. I think it's 50-50. I think there's a lot of people that are extremely hardworking and have learned from like middle school or high school that I need to get a job, I need to learn how to spend my money. And then there's another half that have never had to pay for anything mm. themselves. Not that they aren't educated in how to spend money, but just that it's never been out of their own bank account. Mm. So it's a sense of not uneducated, but like d didn't have to learn it yet yeah. in a sense of I've, I've known for a while. Um, but you just kind of learn that through getting to know someone, not because they kind of bring it up. <laughs> sure. Gotcha. So it's still pretty private, but you can see mm -hmm. it. You can see by how they operate and how they, their yeah, interactions are. Definitely. But then you start to get into people just want to come across a certain way. So if we're all going out to dinner, like I know who could and couldn't afford the dinner, but it's a matter of how you want to come across. Yeah. So I think also where I live, it's a very, um, don't come across like you can't afford it. Gotcha. Sense. Yeah. Do you feel that, and I don't, it's, it might be hard to tell, but your yeah. friends that are going to school other places, that either mm -hmm. locally or, or not in Southern California, in Orange County, do you feel that they have the same issues? Actually, I had never thought about it until you said it, but instantly I just thought of that. I think more of my friends outside of where I go to school, friends that go to other schools, ha work more. Mm. I think... My my friends now, but my, my school's a private school, so we're also extremely focused on education and, mm -hmm. like, going to school is your job. Yeah. Whereas people in other places that might go to a public university or a state school are very much so school is just school. I need to work. I need to make a living. Mm -hmm. So it's a different idea of, of priorities, I think. I um, but I don't know the money situation, but definitely I think people in other colleges are working more it comes across gotcha. so school and a job yeah definitely gotcha okay mm -hmm. well let's um did we cover everything for your backstory i think we did oh yes um so uh the first thing i want to ask you about is that uh right before we signed off on your last episode you mm -hmm. said your your financial stress level was a nine out of ten. Oh my gosh yes <laughs> it was so sad <laughs> so what what went into that nine out of ten 
What's that? What makes you feel like it's a nine out of ten? Uh, nine out of ten was one because of the fraud. So I was really stressed yeah. out about how long that was going to take when I was going to get my money back, mm-hmm. which I did. Praise the Lord. Oh, good. Oh, okay. yes. Thankfully, it worked out. And um, it actually, I got a text during our podcast. Yeah, you did. And it. then yeah. when I left, I opened it and I was like, "How convenient!" It was just that conversation, <laughs> no and, then, yeah. and then I got it back. Put that energy out there. Uh-huh. You got it back, right? Good. And I was, I think I was stressed because not that I don't think I, I could figure it out right now, but just being stressed that my financial, I got pre-stressed about post-graduation and I was thinking, I think there's going to be a lot of new expenses that I didn't know I would have or I'm not prepared for. And I, I think I was really stressed out that I needed to make a plan and I didn't have a plan for post-grad, but Mm. I could kind of tiptoe my way through college. But once I finished, I knew I would be in new territory. So I was like nine out of 10. How do I get prepared? Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then what, so you had your session with Sherry. Um, what were the, what were some things that you guys talked about? We talked about a lot of it was really helpful mental slash emotional processing mm. of like, let's not worry about where you've been or what you went through or what your current bank account statement is. Like, let's really focus on what you can keep doing. Mm. Let's really focus on where you're going and what income do you have in the future? What do you want to spend money on in the future? Don't focus on what you have done. Um, and that was really helpful because a lot of it is like guilt or shame about where I've been or what I've spent money on and how do I make smarter decisions. So my number one thing, like I left not only feeling smarter, but happier because I felt like, wow, she really understood where I was at emotionally with spending money. And she was able to help walk through like, it's okay. Like you can keep going. It's not going to be a big deal. Let's, let's walk through it, which I, I really appreciated, um, that aspect of it, like the personal aspect of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. What I want to talk about, because uh, I don't think we really talked, and if we did, I didn't. We didn't really expound on it. But what are some some things that you that you d- have felt guilty about with your yeah. past finances? I think um, I'm a very I'm a people pleaser. I really love for people to not feel stressed out, mm. and so I always feel guilty. I think I was hinting at myself earlier um, when you pay for things that you know you can't. Like, if we're all going out to dinner and it's someone's birthday, you never want the birthday person to pay for their bill. It's just, like, you just don't do it. And can I pay for that bill? Yes, I can, um, but it's not a smart decision. So I always feel guilty, like a weird guilt, because, like, I'm helping that other person at the, like, concern of myself. So it's kind of a weird balance of guilt but joy because they're really thankful, but now they don't know that I – couldn't have done that, whatever. So it's a lot of, you need to act the role. Like you need to play the part that you can pay for it. I see. So a lot of that goes into it. And it's just because we can't have that conversation. That conversation Mm -hmm. just hasn't been had of, okay, everyone at the table knows where I'm at. They know that we all should split, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot different. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's hard to I mean, be that's you because you like to please people, right? Too, oh, totally. and you want to put your money that way, yeah, and in that direction. But it's hard because you know you feel guilty that you are doing it because you know you, you sh- shouldn't, but you should at the same yeah. time. Yeah, and then it goes back to that conversation of why? Why would money bring them joy? Like, why does you paying yeah. for something somehow add to your friendship? Is that really what you think? Right. So that was a a conversation that I've gotten into with my parents because they are extremely similar in the sense of they like to pick up the bill. They feel better about it. But is that the cost of your friendship? No, it shouldn't be. Right. Exactly. When, you know, as an alternative that just hanging out, spending time rather than spending money. Totally. would be appreciated and, um, you know, last longer rather than be be less material. So that that, that makes sense. Great. (laughs) 
So what are some of the strategies or what was what was the number one thing that you were planning for that is like, oh my gosh, this makes me feel so much better? Um, giving, thinking about things in a month. So just kind of putting everything in perspective of four weeks, not like, okay, I have four months until I graduate and have to get it all together. And she was like, let's break it up into like four months. Let's just do a month at a time is kind of how the planning went. So a new budget, a new sheet for each month to Mm -hmm. kind of focus on progress. Mm -hmm. So thinking about what in my life, looking at past bank statements before I showed up and, and seeing where my priorities were and what I was spending my money in. And going into that thinking, um, what can my budget be for each of those items per week or per month? Mm-hmm. So if now that I'm living off campus, groceries are a thing. So how much money am I going to spend on groceries? Um, I've never really had to buy groceries before um, unless it was like for a weekend or something. It's just <laughs> so funny because everyone buys groceries. But when you live, when you go to the cafeteria at school, you really don't. Right. So yeah. It was a funny thing to think about. This is something that everybody does, but Allie just hasn't done it yet. So so I really need to learn. Um, So thinking about stuff like that or clothes or gas, car maintenance, and kind of prioritizing all of that Mm -hmm. compared to your paycheck and your income to see how do you balance priority versus what you want. I see. Yeah. That's good. And and setting up, did she actually set up uh, a template for you, a spreadsheet for Uh you? Okay, Definitely. Cool. And that is, you said by month. Yeah. You budget by month. So every month and then um, just kind of checking in every once in a while to see what's going on, what went right, what went wrong, because just to see maybe whatever money I planned for that week didn't work and I need more or less. Mm. Um, I Once I get on a budget or I'm trying to do it, I tend to be very, very cautious and I'll spend a lot less than I need to in the mm. beginning like mm-hmm. I'll really underspend because I'm like oh I'm on a budget you're not I am super alleys on a budget yeah. <laughs> I get really excited about it uh-huh. and then into it it's like no one cares I'm on a budget anymore it's getting really hard yeah. no one like I don't see think I'm growing from this at all because well I don't care anymore so it's trying yeah. to stay really excited about it the whole time yeah without <laughs> overcompensating right yeah. like that like oh I gotta be really strict uh-huh. and then you're like well this is horrible because I'm too strict I- yes that's what happened last time I was yeah. just like I, I I, I took away too much. Yeah, and that pendulum mm-hmm. swings back. You're like, well, now I need to make up for it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I lost time. <laughs> right. Um, what? Uh, how often do you plan on looking at your budget, at your template, your spreadsheet? Um, I think it would be smart to go back probably at the end of every day to go over all the purchases I'd made that day to adjust and see where I'm at. Because if that budget's for the whole week or the whole month, Checking it every day, I think, might be overdoing it. I don't know what you're supposed to do. But I think that could be a good way to check in with myself and see, mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, why are, why are Mondays so expensive? Why am I doing so much on Mondays? But Wednesdays, I, didn't, I don't spend anything. And just to kind of see if maybe I have a pattern, because I usually work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so usually I, I don't spend any money those days. Mm-hmm. I'm a nanny, so I'm in someone else's house. Right, um, right, yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays are a whole other story. <laughs> got to go in between classes, got to go get lunch breaks, obviously. So mm-hmm. it's, I think, checking in every day to update my spreadsheet would help me see what patterns I have. Yeah. Yeah, daily. Um, I mean, it's one of those things where as you're starting, you'll have to just fine tune it. Yeah. Right? You talked about that probably, or mm-hmm. thought about that. that, And even like you said, you, you underestimate or you, you really limit yourself and you're going to... Uh, really hate it yeah but if you overspend and mm-hmm. or and and uh or, or give, say i you i need four hundred dollars for this but really it's only 200 yeah i probably feel pretty guilty about 
that too. Yeah. So it's within three months, we always see clients that it takes about three months to really get in the swing of it mm-hmm. uh, and really fine tune it. So, that makes sense. So, to, so the pendulum doesn't swing back and forth, back and forth. You just narrow it down a little bit. Yeah. So that's, that's something I think you'll find and, and you'll you know, really enjoy having it. So that's I'm ready. Good. I'm ready, but I have to keep the readiness a lot longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to be ready yeah. for three months, not yeah. one. And maybe that's why for now, uh, maybe you check it daily. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and compare it to what you're spending just to kind of get it, make it a habit. Yeah. Because you know it takes, what, 14 days to doing it daily to make something a habit? That's Something like that, that's yeah. That's something what they say. So you start it daily, and then you start to fine-tune it over the couple weeks of mm. doing it daily. Then you're like, ah, oh, you only need to do it every couple days. Yeah. And then every week or... Whatever yeah. to keep me accountable. Because if it's not yeah. really a conversation with my friends, there's not really a third-party accountability. Mm-hmm. So if checking my spreadsheet or my account could be... Uh, like self accountability, that'd be helpful. Or, I mean, having a coach is obviously helpful, and or parents that are doing something similar. Yeah. So I think the more you learn how to check it, would be good accountability. Right. And your parents are doing a very similar uh-huh. plan, right? So yes. have you talked to them about like being accountability partners, or do you not? Yes. Want them my 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 dad is extremely invested in like how can I help you succeed? Oh, good. So, good. <laughs> so it's a good balance because. My, I think my dad sees a lot of his spending habits in me, mm-hmm. and he's like, listen, 40 years later, you could be me, and you've met Kelsa and Michael a lot earlier than I, so you're going to do really well. So <laughs> so that's what they want. And them wanting me to do better is, is good accountability in itself. Whether there's a conversation or a phone call, the fact that they want that for me is enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they, you don't feel like they're going to be overbearing? Really Never. set boundaries? Never. They're more so the people to check in at the end of the month and be like, so what'd you learn? Mm. Rather than every day, like, how you doing? What do you need? Anything else? Good. <laughs> so yeah. They're more distance than close proximity. That's good. Yeah. That's a good good relationship because <laughs> you don't want you don't want no yeah. accountability, but you don't want to be like, so what you you uh-huh. know what you spend what mistake did you make on? today? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that. Good. <laughs> um, what? So let's talk about. Uh, did did you and Sherry talk about uh, using cash to spend for things? Yeah. What's your plan for cash? Something that I really enjoyed that she said was a coupon book. So I think also a part of my accounts for everything I had and um, like transferring and stuff it was hard for me because I needed it to be more tangible Mm -hmm. which I know isn't as safe anymore not having a debit card or credit card but I have no interest in getting a credit card but I guess you're a bad person if you don't have a credit score (laughs) so I guess I'll have to get one of those but I think that having a coupon book where all your money and your titles of what you need and what your categories are on your spreadsheet in that made a lot more tangible sense to me Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a healthier sense of like guilt, shame slash accountability of you can see it rather than the swipe, the swipe. Right, yeah. So um, even for gas, like just putting that in cash um, mm-hmm. to be able to see it and realizing like our conversation last time that looking at your cash, if it irritates the person behind you, so be it. If it takes 10 more seconds, so be it. Like, let's yeah. learn how to slow down. It's going to be okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and speaking of that, I just had a, I think I did a workshop this weekend, and we were talking about that same thing, mm-hmm. the, the awkwardness of using cash. Yeah. And and we said, I don't think you and I said this, but that if you're using your chip 
mm-hmm. and the car that takes forever. Yeah. So I don't think it takes any longer to use cash than somebody using a chip. That's so true. So it's you know it's just it just a, looks longer, it but, does, it's yeah, but it's not because you can see the like the progress, the chip. It's not up to you; it's up to the machine. Right. Yeah. But you're responsible when you're holding the money. Right. Exactly. So it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? Uh, how are you gonna? How have you determined how much cash you need to take out? Looking at my income, I had um, a lot of jobs last semester, but two of the three of them weren't paying. So I have the same income, but I have more time to spend it now. Mm. So it was it was looking at because I'm working still as much. My my classwork has increased, but my career work has decreased. Okay. Trying to really focus on academics the last semester because yeah. it tends to be harder. Um, so seeing how do my paychecks come in every week? When do I get paid? How much is it? And then looking at prioritizing what do you buy weekly? What do you buy biweekly or monthly? And kind of looking over what's important to me slash what is doesn't matter if it's important you have to pay it like (laughs) and seeing that yeah okay so um did did sherry mention mint.com or have you used mint i've heard of it absolutely so that's that's a website it's actually really cool um but you link your all of your accounts your your all your checking accounts all your savings accounts all Mm -hmm. your credit cards and i'll link them which to some people is an issue because it's a possibly security thing but um i feel that that a company like that is it's very well known, and so the mm-hmm. security is going to be very good. Yeah. But it gives you a neat graph of here's how much you spent on groceries okay. in the past month, three months, six months, whatever. Your uh, eating out, gas, clothing. Mm. So it so it looks at all your 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 uh, swipes. Yeah. And it says, oh, well, this was at Kohl's, this was at uh, wherever clothing stores, and it lumps it together for clothing. Oh. And so you can go back and look. Well, in in July, I spent. This much at food and blah blah blah, hmm. and so and then you look at three months out and look at six months out. So it helps you get organized a little oh. bit better. But some people use that as a budget, oh. which I would not recommend, and we yeah. don't recommend because it's looking at reactively how you spent your money, not proactively how are you going to be spending money. So it oh. helps you get organized, but it's not a good source of of a budget. It'd be uh, an uh, interesting reflection as yeah. to if you had a spreadsheet or you had mm-hmm. your coupon like book with all your different sections Mm -hmm. to see what is your now that you've had a coaching session what did we decide proactively that your budget is versus what is minted say reactively this should be your budget absolutely that'd be an interesting comparison that would be like how have i been doing and what have my priorities been or how have i been spending my money after yeah starting because i wonder how minted would say like oh well you spend the most money here that's your biggest priority yeah rather than seeing like it says close that's not a huge priority like right yeah (laughs) so i wonder how that would be yeah and especially if you're using cash Mm -hmm. like what what were you spending your cash on because those categories are going to doesn't account for yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's very cool. I've um, never seen that. So something to look at, mint, M-I-N-T dot com. Yeah. Um, have you started using cash in the past week? Yeah. So just kind of noticing that I really, I need a debit card. You need it for your life. Mm-hmm. But withdrawing what you can and seeing it tangibly has never not helped. So yeah. using cash, has it makes you more aware of what you think is important. Yeah. So I remember doing that, like however much money you pull out every week also helps you divide it up between the days. Because when you Mm -hmm. see your debit card or credit card statement, you don't really think of it in a sense of seven days of this week. How am I going to spread that out over this week? Right. But when you see cash, you have to think, oh, but tomorrow I'm going to do this. Look at how much I have left, Mm -hmm. which when you look at it feels a lot different than seeing a number on a screen. 
Absolutely. It's more tangible, right? Uh-huh. It's in your hand. And, and you know that if I uh, am getting low, mm-hmm. then I'm going to have to make yeah. a sacrifice or something. Whereas, like you said, using a card, you you don't. Yeah. Um, and you, there are studies that say you spend between 12 and 20% less by using cash than a credit card. Oh, I believe it. So, and, and because it, because you can, you can visualize it a little bit, it's more tangible, but also there's a pain center in your brain that when you give, uh, when you use pay using cash, it actually hurts a little bit in your brain. <laughs> where um, where swiping a card doesn't fire off that pain center in the brain. Oh. So it's really interesting. Like it, it physically hurts. You're like, ah, I really don't want to give that away. Yeah. Whereas uh, swiping a card, it's. I can I think of so many times when I've like checked out of Target using cash, and while they're ringing it up, and I see the number, I'm like, I don't need that. No, I don't yeah, need that. Yeah, I don't yeah. need. I don't want that because yeah. like handing over more cash, it does. It really hurts. Mm-hmm. But it it's like. Also, I think it goes into the uncomfortableness of the people behind you. Like, you don't want to have to spend a lot. It takes longer. Right, yeah. So, with a debit card, it takes the exact same amount of time to spend however much money you're spending. Yeah. But with cash, it feels shorter or longer. Right. So, absolutely. I think it goes into that, too. It does. Absolutely. <laughs> so, we talked about um, you're, you got a weekly plan, weekly-ish plan, yes. and using some cash. What are some other things that you're implementing? I'm thinking about trying to find another friend to do it with me. Mm, good. Um, there's a lot of girlfriends that I have that really are in a similar place of, oh my gosh, we're graduating this semester. What do we do? Or, oh, I'm graduating in a year. And I was having this conversation with you last week, just saying it's really when you're little, you don't realize how little you're having a discussion about what to do post-grad. It's really, oh, what high school are you going to go to? What do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, how are mm-hmm. you going to do that? What what does that degree, what degrees is required to do that? College, the end. Now you're on your own. And now the questions are like, when are you getting married? When are you having a kid? Yeah. When are you going to take time off work to take a vacation? And the conversation completely changes to somehow grow up, grow up, grow up, stop. Do you have your life together? Yeah. And it's like, immediately, right? Where yeah. is your middle ground? Yeah. So having someone to like accountability from people who are superior or like in the business that I'm trying to like budgeting. So that's helpful, but it's not the same as having someone walk through it with you um, and be doing it as well. So I'm thinking about asking some of my roommates to see if they want to do it. And I don't see why they wouldn't. It's a great opportunity just to try um, just to do the like coaching and follow up and a call or something to see. I think that'd be really helpful because it would be then it would become a conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's that would be really helpful. Yeah. And then you can you know, hold, have a, what, what would you think? Like a weekly conversation with totally, them or because just check up and I would want to go out with them more than anyone else because yeah, they would get they would it. Know, yeah. Or if they're like, Oh, like we're all going out to lunch. I could look at someone else and be like, Oh, we can't, we can't yeah. afford it this week. It's on yeah. our budget rather than, Oh, I can't yeah. because I'm also a very social person. So mm-hmm. I would, the temptation of going and not spending is might be too hard for me. So rather I would also opt of not going at all. So mm-hmm. I don't want to miss out on social opportunities, but if my friend's missing out with me, it might be helpful. <laughs> so, right. Or, or yeah. you find a, a, a cheaper social opportunity, right? Yeah. Together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's I true. Think, yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's, that's such a great idea. Yeah. Um, while I'm thinking about it, or since we're talking about that, I didn't mention at the beginning of the show, but um, we, are, are ha- we have a now a Facebook group um, for, uh, it's called the uh, Saver and Spender um, ultimate financial plan group. Um, it's free to join It's private. And it's, uh, so if you're on Facebook, search for that group and join and, and ask to be joined and we'll, uh, 
let you in right away. Uh, but we have been having some great conversations and people are asking some great questions mm-hmm. ranging from how do I set up my spreadsheet? Um, how do I get it right? How do I get all the calculations right for my budget? Um, all the way to we talked about um, yesterday uh, is couponing, like super couponing, worth it? Hmm. Uh, what's the point of spending so much time couponing compared to the, the financial rewards you get and everything in between? So, um, you know, we're looking for people that want some accountability, have some questions, and have a forum to ask. So it's the Saver and the Spender podcast, Ultimate Financial Plan Group, Power Plan Group. You can search for that and join. So, mm-hmm. but that's another way that to, to, for some accountability Absolutely. and you can ask some questions and there are other, uh, we were talking about this before, but other forums and groups and Facebook groups and Reddit and all these places where there are other, uh, you know, you can post a picture of your budget and say, how does this budget look? Where can I c- get some, uh, c- cuts, make some expense cuts mm. or finagle it a little bit. So I'm a little bit better. Wow. Or, um, you know, there are some people that, you know, I need a little extra income. I'm kind of really short this month. Yeah. How can I get some extra income? And people are saying, oh, go donate plasma, oh, um, which makes sure. 25, 30 bucks a pop doing that. Um, if you don't pass out like I do yeah. or, <laughs> um, you know, walk dogs or sell stuff or put, get stuff, you know, you're not using that X, Y, Z put on Craigslist. So yeah. just some, you know, some ideas to help. So that's uh, a It's cool to see it. how the internet has become the conversation is big, but it's become really uplifting. Like the fact that there are different groups, a lot of groups on Facebook are like, okay, we all like Pokemon. Let's all talk about yeah, it. Oh, yeah. we all like the show friends. Let's talk about it. Right. But to all want to be talking about your finances and your budget just seems so much more beneficial of yeah. a group than, um, common interests. Cause this is the lifestyle. Like it's something yeah. that you, you're constantly progressing. Whereas like hobbies fade in and fade out so that's cool that there are a lot of different opportunities definitely and it's just another level of you know like you said you can talk about pokemon or game (laughs) of thrones or whatever oh yeah be like that's just fun Mm -hmm. but to have uh you know a group of of a common interest that is a a life goal yeah and something that's going to empower you and make you better it's a whole different level so yeah that's a whole different connection with Mm -hmm. people it's a whole different relationship just like that facebook group is is why i thought of that is because that's that's a facebook group that should have more likes than the Pokemon Facebook right. group. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Someday. Yeah. Someday people figure it out, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, what else? What are the other implementation things you're looking forward to do? Um, I think I'm just kind of really excited to get started and excited to not make budget like a bad word. Just mm-hmm. no isn't a bad word besides uh, studying is always going to be a better option than spending. Spending. So when I'm thinking, oh, go to Starbucks, you know what? Just study in your room instead. Like yeah. every single time I think of spending, I'm going to think, can I? Is it in the budget? If not, go study. <laughs> because Good. they're both improving me, whether I'm not spending or I'm studying. Um, but also implementing the emotional side of don't restrict yourself. It's not a diet. Like, don't don't take away so much that you don't want to diet and your New Year's resolution is just over now because it's right. February and you're over dieting. So don't make budgeting like a diet, which is what Sherry said, which was super helpful. It's a really good metaphor to think about, like, in restrictions in the sense of, like, it's long-term, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, making it a conversation is something... I would also like to implement. Mm. Um, I'm not going to like grow up and be like the best financial coach out there, but just growing and learning and talking with my friends, I just to kind of all figure it out together, people my age would be helpful. So I'm excited for that because I know I definitely have friends that would want to get on board. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. That, that's, that's so good that I, and I think that your generation and not that you're really young, yeah. a lot younger than me, but, but you're the people around your age 
they are probably um, looking for something because you did your parents um, in the the economic downturn, the recession we had a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Did they? Do you see they? Did you see them struggle at all? Yeah, remember definitely. That? So. Uh, so you saw that, and I think a lot of uh, people your age saw that, and they're like, I don't want to be in that situation hmm. myself. But at the same time, they don't know how not to. Yeah. So they're looking for something like, I know I can't be in this situation, but how? Yeah. We're um, very passionate people. Like, whatever mm-hmm. it is, 100% of us will be invested in it, whatever it be informative or growth or, like, for yourself or for other people. It's We can get attached and invested very quickly. Yeah. And also you have the benefit of the internet mm-hmm. and being really savvy. I mean, the first oh, generation yeah. that's really known the internet their whole lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find so many resources and you yeah. have them at your disposal. And uh, it's just finding the right ones and, yeah. and not switching back and forth. And that's a lot of problems that we see is that people like, oh, uh, Dave Ramsey. I really like Dave Ramsey. My, my, my friend said, they're doing Dave Ramsey and it really helps. And then you get a month into Dave Ramsey, and then something else comes along. Uh-huh. And there's a new article like, oh, no, you don't follow Dave Ramsey. You follow this person's. Because that's what way. they say is how you make money, is whatever the new thing is, be the best at it. Yeah. So when the new thing comes along, you want to be on top of that new app. You want to be the best at that new app, or mm-hmm. you want to be the best at investing in that new business. So it's hard to think long-term, I think, yeah. for my generation, because you keep thinking whatever's coming has to be better than what's before. Otherwise, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be a new whatever. Exactly. But in the, in the the problem with that philosophy is, is that if you only stick with it for a month at a time or a couple mm-hmm. months at a time, you're not going to see the full fruition of... And, and really get in the swing of things. And yeah. it's going to take, you know, a change, whether it's diet or exercise, it's going to take not just a month to really see results. And people get frustrated, like, I haven't lost any weight. I've lost a, two pounds in a month. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. But to really see the change, it has to be really long-term and really, really see it. So that's uh, one piece of advice. Yeah. Just stick with one. Mm-hmm. Don't be flip-flopping all over the place. Um, and, uh, you know, give it at least six months. Agreed. And then you're going to see it. See it, Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Great. Uh, any other tips that you that like little glimpses of uh, aha moments that you had that you want to share? Um, I think I think the aha moment of of peer pressure of spending kind of hit me because when I realized that I spend it more on um, clothes or like going out food rather than groceries slash like car maintenance or gas or just being prepared for those situations, even if I didn't spend that money hit me in the sense of, well, then who am I hanging out with? Um, Not that they're bad people, just spending habits are totally different. And aha moments of, I think that account is like being spent more because of my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So the aha of how are you going to change your lifestyle? It's to have accountability, have friends that are maybe doing it too, and don't be afraid to have the conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Such a good tip. (laughs) Um, So ready to be done here. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you for all that. I mean, like, do you feel different after the after last yeah. week? Yeah, I feel I feel more prepared. I feel that once you kind of can see that something hasn't worked, it's easier to do it again. Mm-hmm. It, it's easy to say, like, I'm over it. I'm not going to do it again. But knowing that, OK, well, Allie, last week you had negative whatever in your bank account. And now you don't is is exciting in itself. And to know that there is more money to be saved to come. I feel I feel like 
I feel like the stress will always be there because I'm, I haven't started school yet and it isn't post-grad, but it's gone from like a nine to a four wow. because I just feel prepared. I feel ready. I feel more excited than fearful for what's to come. Yeah. Um, that's just, huge. Yeah. <laughs> nine to a four is huge in one week. Yeah. And really not uh, actually implementing it mm-hmm. 100% yet, Just right? getting so, ready for it and yeah. trying to be cautious of... How do you, how do, how can I change myself now to be ready for like minimal temptation or minimal distraction, um, and to be ready to s- spend wisely? Yeah, just the, just having that just a plan and a goals mm-hmm. and ideas is is such a big part of the stress of finances. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and being proactive and not reactive. And what's that saying? The an ounce of um, preparation or an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure so oh, like oh that's good isn't that good so like if you're invest a little bit in preparation it's way better than being reactive and like looking well now i have to find the hmm. cure so hmm. i think that's true with with health and for finances yeah so, it's a good tip <laughs> awesome well Allie, thank you so much for joining us Woo. um this has been another episode of the saver and spender podcast look for us uh, next time, we uh, I think next time we're actually going to have Sherry, who is our young adult coach, financial coach, talk uh, just in general about things that she sees. Uh, we'll probably talk about Allie a lot. No, really, but uh, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> she'll, she'll be listening for sure. But yep. um, but just the things that she's seen uh, coming from the coach perspective of mm-hmm. talking to young adults. So look for that probably next week. Uh, look for our Facebook group, the Save and the Spender Podcast Ultimate Financial Plan Group, and join and uh, join the group. Um, And other than that, we are all set for the week. So you guys have a great week. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for listening to The Saver and The Spender. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, www.fiscalfitnessaz.com, to your family, friends, and colleagues. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at IamFiscallyFit, and on Facebook at FiscalFitnessPHX. Join us next time for another edition of The Saver and The Spender.